You are now entering the Bronx. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I am your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. And you know what? What? It's raining today. I know. Kevin's happy I panda. I love it when it rains. Yay. I'm going swimming later. Oh, I love that. That's your favorite way to go swimming. I know that. Like, loyal listeners to the show will know that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's true. I, like, have you ever gone uh, swimming in Oregon in, like, a lake in the rain? That's really specific. Well, you don't you go to Oregon sometimes? No, no. I, I go to Washington sometimes. Oh, is it Washington mm-hmm. that you have a house? Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was Oregon. And I've swum in the rain in a river in Washington, so close. So you've lived the dream. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was running late uh, coming over here today because whereas I love the rain in Los Angeles, <laughs> the rest of us are like, What is this?! <laughs> How do I live? <laughs> it's we can't handle it. Although I found out that my my shoes are like whatever the opposite of non-slip is. Okay. <laughs> like oh no, you slip? My, well, no. Oh. Well, yes, I did, but I mean, like they just—I have no tread on my sneakers. So. You lived. You lived in New York. Sure. So okay. So you remember when it was winter and it was icy? Icy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, did you ever bite it? Because oh yeah, definitely bit it. Oh absolutely. I bit it once holding a suitcase. Uh, I was on my way home for Christmas, and I had a little suitcase, and I fell into a snowbank, and the suitcase fell on top of me, oh. and I started turtling. I couldn't get out, and people just walked by me without helping. Sure. Because, you know, New Yorkers. Yeah, yeah. We don't give a fuck. No, exactly. He, he, he obviously wants to be in the snow. In Los Angeles, fortunately, there's no one who's walking, but if there is, yeah. they're slipping, and you just run over them. <laughs> It's not like driving past or walking past. You, you just see, run them down. You see them f- uh, fall in front of you, and you're like, oh, no. And the person next to you is like, well, they're already roadkill. Just do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're as good as dead. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I have whatever the opposite. You know, I, I look at a, a bright, sunny, California, perfect day, and I'm like, ugh. Okay. And then I look at a, a rainy, cold day, and I'm like, oh, there's my heart just sings. There's a specific name for that, and I'm going to have to look it up. Kevin. If you- if you know the name of this, uh, tweet us. Yeah. Tweet us at BrightsideKNJ. There's a condition? What, I have a mental disorder? No, no, no. Well, it's, it's like it's like when you love this, like, petrichor, the smell of rain I think it's on just... the ground. Oh, what? Yeah. How do you freaking know that? Doctor Who. Okay, Doctor sure. Who educates. All right. You best learn yourself. I'll work on, uh, okay, I'll start at season one in 1938. You're going to learn a lot. forward. <laughs> God, I can't get into Doctor Who because there's too much. Start that early. There's too much stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You just—it's one of those things you have to have gotten on the train from the beginning. No, it's not. I do. Every Doctor is like a new series. I'm I'm here to say that becoming a Doctor Who fan in 2018 is an impossibility. All right, add us at Brightside (laughs) K and J to prove Kevin wrong about this. (laughs) Uh, So how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. You excited? You've been doing some wonderful uh, home improvements. I know. I had to fix a hole in my roof. Yeah. I guess an animal started digging a hole. Oh. And I was like, not today, fucker. <laughs> Probably a squirrel. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I put, they have this, uh, like, tar stuff 
that is for roofs. Mm-hmm. It's specifically like if you have a leak in the middle of the rain, you go up there and, and put tar on it. Yeah, but your house didn't catch immediately on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I'm relieved. <laughs> Fortunately, we had this rain right after. So, yeah. woo! <laughs> I put it right out. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that your house is like dry because I'm in your house and I don't want to be. I, now, so your house now. This room is now uh, drip proof and earthquake proof. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we know. The that's hole good. was above us. Oh, good. Well, so, this poor room. That's really... where you want it to be, where all the computer equipment is. That's good. And where the hole in the wall is. <laughs> God, <laughs> your house is a mess. It, it, well, no, your house is amazing. It's crazy because <laughs> uh, I, I would, I, I saw your house when you, you know, after you newly got it. Oh yeah, that's right. You saw it really right. early on, and uh, I would like to say it was an object, objectively, right? It was a shithole. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when, when we came to the um, uh, open house the first time, yeah, uh, we come in. It and was literally an open house because there's holes in the room. <laughs> well, there was a there was a hole in the window <laughs> so we're, we're in the front hall and we watch like four couples walk in kind mm-hmm. of peer around to the back of the house and walk right out oh, wow. and we're like we're actively considering buying this and we're wondering if maybe we shouldn't yeah. considering all these people literally in and out that you know what you saw something they didn't i know because your house is great now. ah thank you yeah uh i love it and i'm considering buying it from you oh without your knowledge okay i'm just not really buying it stealing it where, i'm gonna relocate it to uh, where you can't see it where will i live didn't you just buy a, a tiny garden shed? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good place. It's for ants. Well, <laughs> keep dieting. <laughs> so every week on the bright side with Kevin and Jason, we are talking about some tragedy that has befallen humanity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But we, uh, but we're gonna find the good in it. All right. We're not gonna just stop there with how terrible <laughs> things are. Because things are terrible. People are awful. Yep. Uh, but uh, They continue to be. Yeah, but our premise is that something good comes out of all that crap, yep. you know? And we're going to find it. So that's what we're going to do. That's and we're going to do that a little bit later, but oh, we're going to start this week's show the way we start every week's show. Yay! With something we call The Bright Spot. I love The Bright Spot. And the Bright Spot is something that's just happening this week uh, that we can uh, look at and take some heart in, or just something, some good news that's happening right now. And today's is a little tinged. Ooh. It's interesting. All right, so... This one jumped right out at me. Okay. Because, Jason, do you get migraines? I do get migraines. I get migraines, too. <laughs> we were talking about this, and, and, and this jumped out at me today because I got a migraine yesterday. Ugh. While I was just, just when I was finished at work. Okay, so you weren't doing it throughout work. No, actually, I was getting in my car after work, and it, and it hit. You know, the, I get the, 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 the visual. Busy, mm-hmm. Oh, and, it's so, and then you know it's coming. Yeah. You don't have your Tylenol. Right, you probably exactly, don't screwed. have anything right there. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, I don't know. For people who get migraines, it's just the worst. It's just the worst, yeah. right? And uh, how often do you get them? I generally get them when some. It actually happens when after the stress is over. Yeah, I get because I've had that. It, like mm-hmm. I start to breathe, and then like I guess the doctor told me like my blood cells start to open up again because oh. they're like tense when oh. you're stressed out, and it's but the blood starts rushing through too fast, and I that's see. why the migraine. All right, it's a whole big. So when like a stressor is removed. Yeah, so like post filming or post right. a show or post 
finishing a book right. or whatever. I think that mine is mostly environmental. Mine are usually because I think I went yesterday completely dehydrated at work and I just drank coffee for like eight hours. That'll do it. And worked hard and then, <laughs> you know, it was done. But then, then it was done and that's when it hit. So yeah. maybe that was a part of it too. Post-stress. Yeah. Um, but so here's the thing. The bright spot this week is that the FDA has just approved the first drug for the prevention of migraines. What? Yes. And I think that this will come as really great news for those people who do suffer from migraines. Now, I get them a couple, a three or four times a year. Like a few, every few months, a couple, every two or three months, I'll have one. Okay. Right? So I'm not a person who would be eligible for like a, you know. A fully medicated, exactly. yeah. I just have to go home and get in a dark room and sleep. Yeah. Um, but for people who do suffer from these migraines daily or, or, or weekly, you know, and there are plenty of people out there who do, there is finally a drug that's specifically designed for that, and you don't have to take epilepsy medicine anymore, you know? That was, that was what they were doing? It was epilepsy? Yeah, that's what... Are they linked together? I don't know. I don't know about that, but the, uh, I, I expect so, because it's, you know, stuff going on in the brain, brainstorms or whatever. Yeah. But so anyway, the FDA has uh, approved Amgen and Novartis's application. For uh, a drug called Amovig, I presume because we've now run out of drug names. <laughs> I don't want... <laughs> Why is it called anti-migraine? I don't know. Like, Migraine away. Yeah. I don't know. That's it's the like, over-the-counter version. Like head-on. Yeah. Remember that? Head-on applied directly to your forehead. Uh, yes, Head-on applied directly to your forehead. <laughs> I do remember that. And then they had the follow-up commercial. Head-on. I hate your commercial, but I love your product. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I'm like doing the motion. Nobody can see me. That's you, okay. I can. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think if I if if I was in charge of naming this, I would call it my great. Oh, maybe not. I uh, like that though. Anyway, it's going to be an injectable drug. Oh, uh, and those it are will less be, fun. Well, yeah, but it'll be ex- uh, available within a week for an annual price of just six thousand nine hundred dollars. So we got to take the good with the bad on this one. All right, Big uh, Pharma is such a fucking asshole. I'm never on the side of Big Pharma, but listen to me. Listen, listen. This is Novartis, okay. The the drug is so expensive because they have to recoup that one point two million dollars they paid to Michael Cohen. So let's all get on their side. <laughs> These motherfuckers. <laughs> oh well. So congrats, migraine people. Well, you someday will be able to afford this. Well, you know, some for people. A week. Well, <laughs> wealthy migraine sufferers, <laughs> your suffering is over. It's not, it's not maybe coming from the best source in the whole world, but. It is going to help ease suffering for people, and I think that that's good. Well, fingers crossed that someday people will not suffer. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's the, it's the way of everything. Like, every drug become, starts out super expensive and eventually will become generic. So yeah. this is at least the beginning of the uh, process by which people who have normal incomes can take care of their migraines. Well, cool. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> ah. Uh, and now on the price side, now now that Jason is trying to figure out some way to be severely demoralized <laughs> with this world, you're welcome. And my, with my job done, uh, <laughs> we are now gonna let's delve into the uh, the main topic we're talking about, right? All right, yeah. All right, let's get into the meat. All right, what are we talking about today, Jason? We're it's it's uh, we're gonna start with a little thing called spring break. Woo! Yeah, all right. Get your tits out. They're out. Sun's out. I'm rubbing out. in your face. Yeah. Motorboat baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, okay, spring break led to one of America's most uh, laughable t- tragic events in history. Really? Yeah. The spring oh, break. The, the co- MTV show Spring Break. No, oh. not the the TV show, but the actual. No, I'm saying that's the tragedy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
well, that is a tragedy for another day. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, spring break itself led to one of the most ridiculous events in history. Really? Yeah. The fact that there was a spring break. Yeah. Spring break led to one of my most momentous moments in history. When oh yeah? I was in college, I, it was spring break, my sophomore year, I finally came out to somebody. The first person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because I think it was the first time in like a year and a half that I didn't have like a paper or reading or something due the next day, right? Yeah. And I didn't have, and I wasn't back home you know, in Texas, like for the for the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I had this like week of no homework, and and I was like, I can't deny this anymore. And it was like St. Patrick's Day and spring break were at the same time, so I finally got I got super drunk without a thing that was hanging over my head for the next day to do to distract me. Okay. And I told somebody. Well, I love that you told someone. Yeah. So yeah. I have I have like a really like deep seated love for spring break. All right. Well. You heard it here. Which I'm about to destroy. <laughs> you, well, you're about to destroy for me. <laughs> no. I just want to know what you're doing. That's all. That's what. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> for most people, spring break is not a great, glorious time of self-discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> okay. I love that though. I love that spring break was your your. It was a real spring awakening. Yeah. Aw. Aw. <laughs> Mama who bore me. There's a moment you know. You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Wait, let's learn how spring break began. Please. It goes back to 1936. Uh-huh. When a, uh, Sam Ingram, a swimming coach, brought his team down to Florida for swimming training, mm-hmm. training in Florida's first Olympic-sized training pool. Okay. The pool was built in Fort Lauderdale and was called Casino Pool. Oh. I well, don't know why. Okay, but it was just that was it was every article was like it, had, it was casino it had, pool. Sure, maybe it had like a swim up slots. <laughs> then <it's> like <laughs> betting, who's gonna make it to the other side first? <laughs> I got fifty on Bobby and twenty on Jimmy. And then this is like just a, like a, a like a swim team from like a kid swim team, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm betting that Bobby's gonna drown halfway. <laughs> <laughs> Olympic pools are really long. <laughs> Where are my floaties? <laughs> Ooh, poor Bobby. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So this was the week of memorial we had for Bobby. <laughs> I want to be a mermaid. <laughs> the city got super excited with this thing, okay. that, and they decided to host a yearly event called the College Coaches Swim Forum at the Casino Pool. I see. So by 1938, 300 people were coming to this event and competing. Oh, okay. Um, and it was the first piece of the spring break puzzle. Oh, wow. Okay. So now that, that like that there was a week now in the spring ish. Yeah. That uh, swimmers would come swimmers and compete coming. and okay. go to Fort Lauderdale. And that's like an event now. Yeah. So spring break literally did start in Florida? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Swimmers and friends would come down and they would party. Sure. And they would attend the event. Sure. Uh, in 1958, the second piece of the puzzle would happen to oh. really solidify spring break as okay. we know it. Uh, an English professor named Glendon Swarthout from Michigan State happened to hear a few of his students talking about their Easter break trip. Because mm-hmm. that's what it used to be called, like Easter break. Easter break. Because it was around Easter. Sure. So And, um, and right, and Catholic holidays were the only ones that mattered. <laughs> okay. Uh, they were going to go to a trip to Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. the students. And so he did the best thing that he could think of, which was to uh, uh, join them. Because he was like, it's weird yeah. that they're not going home for Easter. Yeah, I should go join these students. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to go to spring break without their professor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, guy. So he wanted to go because he wanted to uh, study the event. Oh, dear. I'm like, no, dude, you wanted to fuck some women. Mm-hmm. And, like, you heard about this party. Maybe and... he wanted to fuck some boys. You don't know. Oh, no, I don't do know. know I don't know, Glendon. That's right. Swarth out. He was out. So maybe he was gay. And swarthy. Yeah. <laughs> He's out and swarthy. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So 
when he got home from the trip where he witnessed the, basically the infant stage of spring break, uh, he decided to write a book about it. Okay. And uh, he it, the book was basically um, about co-eds who would cruise and find each other and quote-unquote play house. Oh. Um, and uh, kind of an early version of Penthouse or Girls Gone Wild. Okay. Playhouse like for the week. Like Yeah. Like like I'm going to fuck you for the week and be your week girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah. And then, yeah. Or boyfriend. and. Spring break loving had me a blast. <laughs> he Spring came all lovin'. over my big fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, teamwork. That was teamwork. <laughs> Makes the dream work. So the original name of the book was called uh, Unholy Spring. Oh, my. Because it was about God. it's Easter and these kids are instead fucking and drinking. Wow. So it's like unholy. Jeez, right? God. <laughs> this guy is some repressed. So Hollywood caught wind of this book. And uh, and they wanted to make a movie out of it, yeah. and they called. They wanted him to retitle it "Where the Boys Are." Okay. So he did, and, and it became a uh, blockbuster hit. Really? <laughs> yeah. And in the, it, the movie. Yeah, and in the okay. movie, the phrase "Spring Break" was used. Okay. And now, America was in love with Spring Break. Is that that one that has the song "Where the Boys Are"? You know. There was a song about it. I don't that? know if it was that. I didn't. Look. Is that from this? I'm I feel sure. like it is. Let's That's... say it is. Okay, cool. Because we're, you know, a history podcast. Where but... the boys at? Good. That was perfect. Feel up my... I feel like it was Doris Day or something. Well, no. <laughs> your, your version is, where are the, all the boys? <laughs> I need the Spaniards. <laughs> well, I don't know why the Spaniards. I just felt... I think your um, spring break is going to be in Ibiza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. I feel at home there because everyone lists. Oh, good. There you go. (laughs) So, by now, both pieces are in place. And uh, in 1960, after the movie was released, the spring break crowd to Fort Lauderdale jumped from 20,000 to 50,000. Sheep. (laughs) So, spring break's now officially a thing. Sure. It became so huge that MTV jumped in and hosted concerts on the beach and uh, making it, like, the hip college thing to do. Yep. Like, you're not cool unless you're at spring break. Right. Becky's here. Becky with the good hair is here. Yeah, my favorite spring break, aside from the one I came out at, was like uh, this snow-covered one that I visited a friend in Vermont. It was great. That's fun. Yeah, I don't do the traditional spring break. I never did spring break. Did you ever do spring break? No, I went home and played games with my parents. (laughs) Board games. (sighs) But now we have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of my mom's basement. (laughs) We're such nerds. Um, anyway. So, okay. Uh, John Laurie, an mm-hmm. expert in spring break. You can be an expert in spring break? <laughs> so he's an alcoholic. So okay. He's both from having attended and having written his dissertation on it. Okay. Is quoted saying, quote, I'm so wasted. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, after college, you can't go to spring break anymore. It's no longer socially acceptable. When it's done, it's done. And... At least for you, it's not coming back. Dude, that's harsh, dude. <laughs> pass it. Pass I'm it. like, don't you know that you can be an alcoholic until you're 90? Wow. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> alcoholism is forever. <laughs> Spring break is just for college. Yeah. <laughs> just go be an English professor. Then you could join them. <laughs> so, okay. in ni- By 1985, my birth year. Oh, thank um, you. Ab- <laughs> Always. About- okay, listeners. He wrote that in parentheses in the goddamn thing. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, I was born in 1985. Uh, 
I don't um, know why you had to write it in parentheses in the report of here. Of course. I need everyone to know. Like, I need you'd, them... like you'd forget. Yeah, but no one else is reading this. You're the only one. <laughs> it's a good year. <laughs> you just did that. You knew because I was reading it. Too. <laughs> so about 370,000 students were attending spring break in Fort Lauderdale, sure. or by this point, it was known as Fort Liquordale. Ha ha. Thank you. A new movie would come out called Spring Break, starring Tom Cruise and Shelley Long. Really? Yep. Oh. And it was another big hit, and it just... Tom went... Cruise and Shelley Long? I guess so. I adore Shelley Long. I love Shelley Long. I do, too. True Beverly Hills. The best. <laughs> he permed me! <laughs> <laughs> She's incredible. Um, she needs to work all the time. I wish that I could work with her. Tom Cruise, I can take or leave. Mm, Shelley I... Long? Is a national I treasure. I want nothing to do with Tom Cruise. Go right. jump on someone else's couch, you little man. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So it reached a point in the late 80s where Fort Lauderdale was had enough. They okay. were like, no, stop it. You're ruining our town. Sure. Uh, the mayor, Robert Dressler, actually went on TV on ABC's Good Morning America and told the students they weren't welcome at spring break anymore. Yeah, good luck. They even changed all their public drinking laws in Fort Lauderdale to stop it. Also, good luck. Yeah. Because of how big it became, especially in Florida, places like Bay County, Florida, needed to make a, quote, uh, spring break jail. Spring break jail? <laughs> yeah. So the reason is that when they would arrest people, it was too far to go to the real jail. Um, How, why was it too far? It was like 25 miles away, what? and people were like vomiting and pissing okay. and shitting in the vans, sure. and yeah. they didn't want that anymore. No. So Sheriff Frank McKeithen talked about the jail as, quote, what we've built looks like two dog kennels with rubber <laughs> flooring. <laughs> you're, you're talking about two million people coming through the area in a 47-day period, and they did not come to go to church. Wow. <laughs> I love oh it. It's like, God. we'll put you animals in a cage. Yeah. I'm like, stop. Making people be animals. No, They're not well, animals. Sure, but, you know. God. So, anyway, schools uh, have basically started in later years giving students bags of items to make their spring break as safe as possible, including, but not limited to, sexual assault manuals, uh, like condoms. how to? No, how to not get Oh, sexually. how to not. <laughs> <laughs> and what is sexual assault, so don't do it. Oh, let me show you. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so, uh, condoms and sunscreen. Uh... <laughs> You know, if the, the big <laughs> those, important thing. Those two next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm you know, you child. can use sunscreen as a lubricant, I guess, in, uh, in a pinch. Right. Do you need con if you if you're going to be naked outside? Do you need a condom and sunscreen, or will one or the other suffice? Well, <laughs> I know I they have cover, different purposes. I wear a condom hat, but I'm just maybe the condom will do both. Actually, I know SPF will only do the one thing. It's not a contraceptive. I know this from experience. Um, you can ask my illegitimate kids, but. I wonder <laughs> if a condom will provide some protection from the sun as well awesome. as, as pr pregnancy. I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. If you know <laughs> what condoms will protect you from. <laughs> uh. All right. So now, as I promised, earlier than the 80s and stuff and yeah. the current spring break, there was a really stupid and really wonderful tragic event that happened because of spring break. Stupid and wonderful. That's, yeah. what, we, that's what we do here. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yes. <laughs> So it happened in 1969. Okay. Which was a good year. A very good year. The um, moon landing? Uh, the Stonewall riots? Sure, all yeah. sorts of things. So not every person could afford to travel to Florida to enjoy spring break. The moon landing might have happened in 1968. I thought it was 69. I think it was. So I'm just covering my bases. <laughs> At us. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> so uh, one such man who could not go was Charles Chuck uh, Straup. So he could not go to spring break. Yeah. Why? Because he could not afford money. Yeah. yeah. He would poe. Right. 
Well, so he had spent all his money on migraine medication. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he could see the world with a clear vision, and he was disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so he was attending the North Dakota State University in Fargo, North Dakota. Anywhere you want to get away from is, is, for spring, spring break. break is North Dakota. Yeah. I think. He was also the student body president. Okay. Important fact. Yeah, he was not, so he wasn't invited to spring break. Either. <laughs> That's important to note. He wasn't an English professor. <laughs> He was a nerd, though. So he had, <laughs> I guess when you're a student body president, you get your own office on wow, campus, which cool. is like kind of, I was like, yeah, I'll go play board games in my office. <laughs> That's why no one would hire you. <laughs> uh, so uh, one night he was in his office uh, thinking about how sad he was about spring break. Wow. And, um, and how it was coming up and how he and many other students couldn't afford to go to Florida and enjoy the beach in the warm weather. Uh-huh. And then he had the best idea ever. Okay. If he couldn't go to spring break, then he would bring spring break to him. Oh, Oh, well, that seems more expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he was a native North Dakotan from the town of Hazen. Okay. Hazen, in 1970, had uh, roughly 1,240 people that lived there. Okay. The best fact about Hazen that I could find was that it had a post office in 1885, despite not having been founded until 1913. What? Uh, and A.D. Hazen, who was a postmaster, gave Hazen his name. <laughs> he just named it after himself. Yeah. Okay. So that was like the... And there was a post office there before there was a town? Yeah. How's that possible? I don't know. Okay. So that's like... That's like their big claim to fame. Well, so good job, Hazen. Yeah, at us. <laughs> Tell us something cool There's about yourself. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when Chuck uh, Strop was a kid living in Hazen, sure, um, he and his family. I like I like the name Hazen. It's like they're being hazed. It's all good the time. for a college kid. Yeah. yeah, he and his family would drive just fourteen miles away to, over to the small town of Zap every summer, uh, and would have a blast. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. High time to be had in Zap. Yeah, and so... He... When you're living in Hazen, <laughs> the best thing you can do is go to Zap. <laughs> Who are these people? This is America? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he thought it'd be a great idea if he planned a spring break in this small town. Of Zap. Of Zap. Okay. Okay, so now a few facts about Zap. Sure. We, need to... we definitely need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zap was known for the fact <laughs> It was a trio of towns. Zip, Zap, and Zap. Well, actually, it was near two other towns named Gackle and Mott. Where the hell are... What the hell are these people doing? <laughs> and people would joke that they were the Rice Krispies. Zap, Zap Gackle. Gackle, and Mott. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love North Dakotan humor. Yep. So... They would say it and then chuckle quietly. Yeah. yeah. Zap, Gackle, and Mott. <laughs> 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 so... Okay. That was a good one, Norm. It was named it was named after either Zap with two Ps, a well known Minnesotan banking family. Okay. Or it was named after a mining town in Scotland. Uh people do know the name is strange. We don't know where, where the name came from, and no. we do know the name is strange, and that's all we know. Yeah. Okay. Uh at the time there were about two hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty residents. Uh I wasn't quite able to figure out the exact amount because different articles said yeah. different things. Whatever. And nobody cares. It was a really small amount of people. Right. It's, it's like small, tiny. nobody cares. And yeah. <laughs> weird it's, name and nobody cares. Yeah. The average high in May is uh, 36.5 degrees and the average low is 14.7 degrees. It sounds like spring break weather. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, Chuck decided it would be a blast. Yeah. And they could invite other nearby colleges. Poor Chuck, man. This was the only place he'd ever known as a vacation resort place. <laughs> and it was 35 degrees most of the time. He's like, all by myself. <laughs> I'm going to go to Zap, Gackle, and Mom. Oh, God. And eat myself today. Yeah, no one's coming to your <laughs> And he thought, like, other nearby colleges and all the students that couldn't go to a more desirable place would come and Join him. Yeah, no. 
So, Strap decided to put some advertisements in the school newspaper, The Spectrum. Mm-hmm. Before long, Kevin Carvel, the paper's editor, learned about it and decided to place the event on the front page. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, spring break and zap. It, big things are happening in North Dakota this now. Is, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they thought Frank Zappa was coming. Yeah. That's why they came. Well... Wouldn't you go? If Frank Zappa was there? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my lonely room and play a board game. Exactly. So, Your office. In my office. <laughs> With quotes. It was just a dorm room. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I'm in my office. This is my room, too. It's my office. <laughs> You're my roommate. Chuck. Get out of my office. Chuck. <laughs> you need to keep it together, okay? Get off my desk. Nobody wants you to go to spring break, but that's okay. <laughs> Don't make your own. <laughs> so the event was now being called Zip to Zap. Oh. <laughs> How 60s. Hey, man. You want to zip to zap? Yeah. It sounds like a happening time. Yeah. Daddy-o. I'm going to get some weed, and then I'm going to get some beer, and then I'm going to get zapped. Sounds like what? Well, oh, oh, oh. We're drinking and smoking? Well, yes. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it would take place from May 9th to 11th in 1969. So as we know about the, the average temperatures in May, yeah, those are the averages. Sure. So the odds are it's going to be lower. Or higher. Well, yeah. In the early part of May. I'm sorry, but that's how averages work, Jason. Yeah, it's possible. It's not like that it'll be warmer in early May and colder in later May. Oh, the average for the entire month of May? Yes. Never mind. Yes. Okay. So... The story I wrote, love that their spring break is like three days, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, we recognize that this isn't real, so we can't do the week. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> We're going to drive over there for one day and you're then gonna, party, for party, party for a day and then drive home. home. Like, it's going to literally freeze your ass off. <laughs> um. So the story in the paper, The Spectrum, mm-hmm. wrote, quote, Located in the valley of scenic Knife River, oh. Zap... Zip code 58580. I don't know why they put that in there. I think they wanted to put zap and zip next to each other. Oh, mm. that's cute. <sighs> don't quit your day jobs. <laughs> uh, has thrown open its arms to students. The beautiful Berg's 250 residents welcome us to their shores. Their shores of the <laughs> river. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we say no to this truly fine gesture of Western uh, hospitality? Of course not. On May 10th, we and students like us from all over the Midwest will flock to Zap, the Lauderdale of the North. Wow. <laughs> like the Paris of the West. Wow. Uh, where where do you get your suntan? Miami? No. Knife River. Knife River. Okay, here's the thing. You're not getting a suntan. It's At fucking 10 degrees. Oh, no. If you're naked then, you need to be so drunk that you like can I handle hope, the I, frostbite. I, I really hope all these kids got to go to Woodstock later. I really do. <laughs> they needed some fun. They needed something to go right? Something. So, under Carvel's lead, the Spectrum would continue publishing stories about this event where they would say such things as, quote, Glorious Festival of Life and Love will be celebrated May 10th in Zap. Mm-hmm. And, quote, Drink the bars dry in Zap May 10th. Oh, my God. That uh, sounds very 60s. I know. For some unknown reason, Carvel left school, uh, and suddenly the Spectrum was now in the charge of the new editor, Don Hummel. Uh, do, do you think it had something to do with his drinking? <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he had to go visit his aunt for nine months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Hummel was not as enthusiastic about Zip to Zap as Carvel had been. Uh, he was sure the weekend would just be, it would be like a handful of students, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, just having drinks and Zap. That sounds fine. Yeah, that, here's the thing. That's my favorite. 
I'm not opposed to people who can't afford to go to some event, making their own event and having a good time and sure. stuff like that. That's not the problem here. No. The problem will come in a little bit. Okay, good. <laughs> so hope so. It's just uh, it's more that it's just like, but like it, I listen to the fact that he's like, this is gonna be totally lame. It's gonna be like ten guys drinking, and I'm like, that Which sounds, sounds like a great fun. Night. I mean, yeah. like I, I have always liked a, like a chill group of friends, right. right? Like hanging out over some crazy club where you can't hear a thing. Well, like my, I now for my birthday will I prefer doing things like having one-on-one mm-hmm. dinners with friends rather mm-hmm. than a big party. Right. Because I, I can't see everyone at a big party. Right. And if I have a drink or two, then I'm not going to remember everything, and then it's not going to be... Then I'm going to have fun. This is starting seriously to sound like we're justifying why no one invites us to stuff. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I'm invited to lots of things. <laughs> sure. I got invited to a play. Um. <laughs> everyone was invited to that. <laughs> I got invited to go to the grocery that store. <laughs> the place at the Pantages, okay? Uh, <laughs> open ticket. They literally sent everyone an advertisement. <laughs> That's an advertisement. I was invited to a play. That's a circular. <laughs> That's a coupon. Circular. It's not even free. You have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. So, uh, even though he left, the last piece that Carvel wrote about the weekend managed somehow to get picked up by the Associated Press oh. in Bismarck. Okay. And suddenly it was a national news story. Oh, no. Okay. It was not just in newspapers, it was also on the radio and in television. Okay. People started calling the Spectrum to find out about the spring break. Mm-hmm. Uh, people as far as Texas were planning on coming. Now here's the thing: if you're in Texas, yeah, and you go to Galveston, you're you. so much closer to Florida, yeah. than to North Dakota, and you're actually like you're close to an actual coast of the ocean. Yeah, all right. So okay, they're excited. So okay, Zap suddenly became aware of the upcoming party that was heading their way, and mm-hmm. they had no idea what they were in for. Okay, I just want to pr- I want to start with the fact that like. They wrote articles being like, Zap's going to welcome us with open arms. They've told us we're ready for us. Oh, and Zap had no idea. Zap had no fucking clue. (laughs) Zap is like, wait a minute, what? They suddenly... (laughs) We are? (laughs) That's like my neighbor coming over and being like, you're throwing a block party. And I'm like, I am? What? (laughs) So, um, but they actually got pretty excited. it's not like we're throwing a party at your house. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) I totally had that happen in New York. I had a a friend... um, they were going to have a party at the dorms, uh-huh. and they got told last minute you couldn't. And so they called me, and they were like, we have to move our party. Can we come to your apartment? Oh, my God. And I was like, sure, because yeah. I was going to go to the other party. Oh, and right. so they all showed up, and they started making food, and I got free food, and they cleaned up after. That and so sounds I had great. Clean house. So was... calm down, Zap. I know. <laughs> so the mayor, Norman uh, Fox, is that his name? I'm going to go with Fuchs. Oh. <laughs> The mayor, Norman, no fucks to give, <laughs> said that they would welcome all the students with open arms. Oh, well, why did we go through all that rigmarole? Well, okay, so people were excited about the money that they were going to be able to earn, sure. right? Uh, the two bars in town, there's only two bars, Okay. Uh, stocked up on drinks, and one of the local restaurants, I wasn't sure how many there were, mm-hmm. some things made it seem like there was just one, okay. other places made it seem like there may have been two or three. All right. All right anyway, they started uh, promoting their new Zap Burgers. Which is a hamburger, I'm assuming. With the name Zap on it. Sure. I'm sure that they, maybe they zapped There's, you with a cattle prod as you ate it. Amazing. Marketing. And you're taking a bite, they're like, and you're like, ah! <laughs> 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 
shit. <laughs> the, the real twist is, you're the bacon! Yeah. <laughs> so, because the event was becoming so big, Whammo Toy Company actually made a toy for the upcoming party called uh, the Zip Zap. I couldn't find anything more in that, so that could be a lie. But I like the idea of Whammo Toy Company making a toy. Okay, I like the idea of you just throwing in stuff that could be lies. I'm not a historian. I looked this shit up. <laughs> if it sounds fun, it's going in. Got it. <laughs> Mayor fucks. <laughs> As the event was closing in, the Spectrum wrote a joke in an article uh, talking about all these things, but they also right. threw a joke in saying, quote, in addition to these events, a, f- a full program of orgies, brawls, freakouts, and arrests is being planned. Do you dare miss it? I mean, I am, I am there for a planned freakout. Absolutely. Like <laughs> everyone just in the street. Pencil that in the, the I like that in the schedule app. I'm gonna look at like three to six orgy, uh six to six thirty brawl. <laughs> so conference. Seven thirty to approximately eight forty five freak out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's a nice evening. It's like it's like a conference where everything's hosted by different people. So like the freakout's hosted by like <laughs> J- Jill the, from HR. The orgy. <laughs> The orgy will be happening in ballroom one. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll break out to the freakout session. <laughs> in ballroom three. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, After a brief cocktail hour, then, yeah. <laughs> then the brawl will happen on the North Terrace. I also like the idea that everyone's like in the streets of Zap just going like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Is this the orgy or the brawl or the freakout? <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> All right, so enter May 9th. Okay. Thousands of college students descend upon Zap. Yes. And they arrive. Oh, that's great. Thousands. It was two to 3,000 kids. No. In a town of about two to 300 people. Yes. <laughs> what was the temperature? Um, I wasn't able to find out the exact temperature, but it was, it was cold. Yeah. Okay. Um, they will talk about some temperature stuff later. Sure. Uh, so they were ready to get drunk and have a good time. So am I. Let's get in this. <laughs> All right. So one buyer... Uh, hired a band to play live music. Mm-hmm. And when the band started playing, they decided to double the price of beer. Oh. The owner claimed it was normal for them to do that. Oh, sure. The students, the drunk, now drunk students, uh, did not like this change, and oh, so, a fight broke out. So they'd been at the bar a while, yeah. right, and then the band started playing, and they doubled the price of beer for the band started playing. Yeah. They're That's like, weird. we've got entertainment, so now the beer is more expensive. Sure. All right. Uh, here's the thing. The bars ran out of alcohol after one day, huh. so I think that they were trying to deter people from continuing drinking. Okay, and I slow think it they down. were trying to make more money. Well, and more money, whatever. It, it, it... Anyway, mm-hmm. the fights uh, broke out in the bar. Sure. And uh, before... well, what, what time was this? About 6.30? Uh, it's time for the brawl. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get ready for the freakout. Yeah. So, uh, and, and here we are at the freakout. Mm-hmm. Before long, someone decided they should throw the bar's jukebox out the front window uh, and onto the street. Yeah, that's reasonable. And they did. Yeah, well, sure. Um, and the before long, the bars were out of booze, and drunk college kids were now roaming the streets. That's that can't be bad. <laughs> and like fucking zombies. And they were snatching hats. <laughs> uh, they were passing out, okay, fighting with each other, yes. vomiting, and falling down. Sure. Where are the kennels? Yeah. <laughs> so the town didn't know what to do since they'd never had this many drunk people in one place before. Sure. Well, they had, but it's uh, you know, but they were all townies. <laughs> so, uh, and as we learned before about the average temperatures in May, the temperature fell below freezing. <laughs> I love it when your when your vomit becomes an icicle as it shoots out of your mouth. Blah. You know? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. A double skewer. <laughs> Horrible. I feel so connected to you, Tom. That's mm-hmm. that's the ice school that stabbed through us. I stabbed my vomit into you. <laughs> so, so intimate. Uh, okay, so the drunk students found an abandoned building and basically took everything from the abandoned building they could uh, and lit a bonfire in the middle of Main Street. Holy crap. They, like, dismantled the building. This is what happens when you don't invite nerds to things. Yep. We, <laughs> Sorry. We burn things down. That's right. So, okay, one article I read mentioned that Chuck Stroop uh, would watch the firemen try and keep the fire from reaching the power lines <coughs> from his encampment on the edge of town. Encampment? Basically, they this all... This guy is obsessed with, like, having little areas to himself. Yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> I went from my office to my encampment. <laughs> <laughs> this is my he safe looks down place. upon the town and says, "Oh my God, what have I done?" <laughs> or he's like, "Justice is served." Which is... <laughs> he's like a little evil villain that yeah. like just wants to have friends, and if everyone right. would just be friends with him, then he wouldn't have ruined everyone's lives. Bring me my aide de camp. <laughs> yeah. Basically, all the students had tents because there weren't enough hotels. Sure. Yeah. There's no so hotels. There. They're all yeah. like camping in the middle of freezing weather. So the st- students were now pissing in the streets and had up sense t- setting up tents for sleeping, and it was becoming a full-on shit show. Sure. Uh, the mayor actually approached a large crowd and asked them politely to leave. <laughs> That's going to work. Uh, a lot of them actually did comply, mm-hmm. but about a thousand remained because they were too drunk. They're and they like, didn't I give can't a even drive home, mayor, fuck. Yeah, they're like, wait a minute. Psst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... If you wouldn't mind stopping to pee in my town, I, I would love that. Uh, if you could just, uh, when you're finished, let me know and I will uh, we'll continue this conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're arresting you. Where are you going to take me? You don't got a spring break jail. <laughs> I'm going to shit in your car. Oh. <laughs> I'm just watching this now. I'm not even... <laughs> Watching you do this now. Okay. <laughs> so the people who uh, remain then opted to destroy the town. <laughs> College kids. Oh my god. The bars now out of booze were the front lines of the of the battle. Oh. And once they trashed them along with one of the cafes, uh, they took their anger out on other buildings. What the anger? What the hell? There's, you, there's no nobody more asked you here. <laughs> uh, Mayor Fucks. Or Fuchs, Fuchs. <laughs> had uh, welcomed who had welcomed them with a like Ned Flanders like innocence <laughs> <laughs> was now mortified uh, with what was happening and called the governor of North Dakota William Bill Guy with a cry for help. Yeah, uh, but a very Midwestern polite cry. They're for like, help. "Hey, Guy, can you help me out?" Uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's it's me, uh, Mayor Fuchs, down here in Zap. Uh, my oh, hey. town's being uh, entirely destroyed by college kids. Uh, what? What? Entirely destroyed. I said, come on over. Right? And <laughs> okay. they did. Okay. They drank everything we've got. They uh, oh. set fire to one of the buildings in the middle of the town. <laughs> uh, there's uh, there's uh, vomit and there's uh, urine and there are fecal matters everywhere. <laughs> and uh, we're uh, having a little bit of trouble here. So uh, don't mind telling you. It's uh, a bit of a, a cluster, if you know what I mean. A cluster fuke. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Governor. (laughs) For injecting some levity into the situation. (laughs) You're going to be okay. (laughs) It's just growing pains for Zap. Yeah. Okay, so Guy said... Zap's uh, on the map. (laughs) 
Sorry. So Guy sent uh, 500 troops from North Dak- the North Dakota National Guard. Good. Uh, they would be the only... This would be the only riot in North Dakota It's history. a riot now? Yeah, it's a I riot. I so, yeah. Uh, and the only event where the North Dakota National Guard would be needed to use force. Whoa. In history. Whoa. Of North Dakota. Whoa. Okay. Uh, when they arrived to shut down the riot, uh, only 200 of the 1,000 people who remained were actually awake <laughs> or uh, potentially conscious. <laughs> so, sure. Um, they must have looked like just frozen zombies yeah. by then. When it was at like 5.30 a.m., the 6.30 a.m. that they showed up, the, the guard armed with bayonets woke up the drunk and hung over students and told them to move on. And all the students complied peacefully. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, apparently one of the young men got a bayonet in the buttocks. For not complying. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like, that's not going to be fun. No. That'll leave a mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to be stabbed in the butt, but like... <laughs> With a soft, fleshy thing. Right. You yeah. know, right in the middle. <laughs> not in the buttock. <laughs> in my left buttock, there is an incision from a bayonet. <laughs> it's infected with gangrene. Yeah. He did not relax so... and push back. <laughs> but the bayonet relaxed and pushed forward. Well, sure. <laughs> Like butter mm-hmm. in the buttock. <laughs> the bayonet went into my buttock like butter. <laughs> okay. Oh, I just hit that mic with my head. <laughs> All right. I'm getting drunk off of these students. You are. You're actually <laughs> fucking drunk right now. <laughs> Jesus. You're fantastic. Get your hands off me. <laughs> consent. Your face is blurred about it. about consent. Blah. Oh. I didn't get a pamphlet. It's frozen. I didn't get a sexual assault pamphlet from the North Dakota school. <laughs> well, you're, you learned how to do it just fine nonetheless. <laughs> so, okay. The uh, armed forces also were stu- uh, turning away students that were still showing up to the ZAP. Okay, sure. Uh, the students actually went to other nearby towns and were continuously asked to leave. Yeah. Uh, one town freaked out so much from the news uh, that they had emptied out a farmer's union with things to patrol the town and defend themselves against the uh, uh, oncoming hippies. Yeah! <laughs> I, oh. love it. I love it. It's like, it's like a zombie fucking apocalypse and this town is like, not my town. Yeah, no hippie zombies here. I'm like, what are you, 50 people? You're going to really deter a thousand people. Did the zombies take over their town? No. They then didn't. they did. They did deter the people. Uh, they, they, All right. Don't, you know, fucking knock Midwestern stick to itiveness. A, a Midwestern guy with a hoe, yeah. like a garden tool, uh, <laughs> is formidable. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to fuck you up with this woman. Bill, you didn't pay for that. <laughs> Alright, oh. so they, they they knew about the oncoming zombie horde because it was widely publicized in the news because all the news outlets were already there because this was, like, exciting. Spring break in the Midwest. Sure. Uh, and they were just watching this go down. The news reporters were like, well, we just made a payday. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, the governor would open up a park in Bismarck for the wandering students to finish out their weekend bender. Oh, my God. They were like, they're, they're not going to stop until we let them have a place. Really? They, like, gave them a home. I love it. So they're like the wandering Ishmaelites I'm from, totally. like, in, uh, in Israel, finally. Sure. They found their home. Yeah. It's a dog park in Bismarck, North Dakota. <laughs> and they all got there, and they were corralled in there, and they thought to themselves... What's our life, man? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part, though, is I saw a bunch of pictures, and it was, like, predominantly guys. Well, yeah. And so that... I don't think you had to mention that. It made it even better, is it's, like, a big sausage party sure. with all these guys hoping to get laid with women, and there's oh, probably, yeah. like, three. Yeah. And the women are like, well, we get to pick of the litter, don't we? Sure. Or, or they were or like, they're Bye. Sin- Or they're sincerely feeling, like, overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I... 
I know. I've got a lot of holes. I can't take any more. But I don't mean like, oh, wow. Oh, I thought you were like they were into it and they wanted to just have... <laughs> no, I mean, back. I feel like they were feeling, you know, a lot of Threatened. discomfort. Yeah. yeah. So well, the students... We know what you would have been feeling like. Uh, You're like, I uh, wish I had more holes. Yeah, <laughs> spit roast. <laughs> Turn me. Uh, so, okay, so they were now out of that. Sure. But they the were damage... In, they were in a fucking dog park in Bismarck. We know. <laughs> but the damage was done. Yeah. Uh, one of the bars and cafes were so completely and utterly destroyed, along with several other buildings, that they were required to be demolished and rebuilt because uh, they couldn't repair it. Oh, my God. That's how destroyed they were. Oh, my um, God. Damage to the town was about $25,000. Whoa. The North Dakota State U and University of North Dakota student governments would foot the bill. They fucking should. I know. <laughs> I think that this troop person should do it himself. I know. So one article uh, featured the 40-year anniversary of the riots. Uh, yeah. They talked to um, Hamath. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say his name? I guess. Anyway, it was Hamath? Just Homer, I don't know. The Spectrum's editor at the time of the event. Right. Uh, he's quoted as saying, I was there by 9 a.m. the day after, and I looked around, and... There was no huge swath of destruction. It was not that big a deal. Okay. I'm like, the pictures showed otherwise. Yeah. Like, I saw some pic. Yeah, no. Um, they held another zip-to-zap event 40 years later and invited all the guardsmen who Aww. picked them out to come. And, That's sweet. And all the students who came. And it was much more peaceful this time. I would really think so, because they're all 60. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carvel, Stroop, and uh, Hamath were all there. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Hamath is also quoted that's as saying, sweet. quote, some of us we'll have, have a little riot reunion. I know. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. Here's the thing. I wonder if the town of, of uh, uh, Zaf was mm-hmm. like, no. No, I think no, they're we, fine. We did this. Yeah, but they're like, you know, it's all 60-year-old people. It's yeah. going to be adorable. But yeah. then it's their, like, big claim to fame. They are, used to be our claim to fame was we had a post office. Now we had a riot. Yeah. <laughs> we had a riot and a post office. Um, and now we're going to have a reunion. Riot, we, post office, reunion. Yeah. And then when it, what is it, when, is it? Is it called an acid flashback when you like have a trip again when you yes. don't you okay so basically i like the yes, idea yes. like they're gonna now this new peaceful one the instead of a freak out they're scheduled to have acid flashback yeah but the orgy was like <laughs> well this one <laughs> had so much like, viagra at that orgy <laughs> that then they had it lasted all night yeah the brawl was like one guy slapped someone broke his wrist yeah and then the freak out <laughs> was a midlife crisis <laughs> <laughs> what have i done with my life <laughs> I attended a riot, and then I did a normal manager job for 40 years. Exactly. Stroop went up a hill and went, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. He brought his encampment. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, you know Stroop got a single room for that event. Hamas <laughs> <laughs> is also quoted saying, quote, uh, some of us have, try- have tried to live it down. I've never been apologetic about it. There you go. I love it. No, no apology. Um, one of the guardsmen, David Anderson, said, quote, It was an experience I've never forgotten. It was serious, but there was some humor in it, too. I expect there was. Because you, you get there, and you're expecting to, like, have to, like, calm a bunch of people, but they're already, at this point, so drunk and so hungover <laughs> right. that they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're not fighting back anymore. They're like, all we got to do, I thought we were going to, you know, this is the North Dakota National Guard, okay? We don't get to do anything. Yeah. The only thing they've ever gotten to do was bayonet one guy in the butt. <laughs> Poor guys. They wanted some action. They wanted to beat up some hippies, and who can blame them? Can you imagine the story? They're back in the barracks, and a guy's like, and then I bayoneted him in the butt. Oh! oh you you're an animal! Yeah. <laughs> 
so excited. He was the fucking National Guard hero. Yeah. yeah from then on. Bayonet Johnny. Bayonet Johnny. There goes Bayonet Johnny. Um, he was a colonel now. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one who's seen combat experience. <laughs> He's known for his anal. <laughs> So they actually uh, also built a new city hall in the place of where the bonfire building was. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so we're at the bright side. Hey, Yay! we've come around to the bright side. It's yeah. the morning after. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So uh, the, I kind of came up with two that, like, I, it was kind of a weird bright side. Okay. It's like it's not like that terrible. They damaged a bunch of shit, but they paid for it. Sure. Um, so I, I guess. That students were held accountable for their actions and they paid for the damages. That's that is a bright That's a side. Bright side. Yeah. Most times when shit goes down, people are just like, "Well, a not lot of my this, fault. like last week, you know, we we heard about the the hat like riots. Yeah, and stuff. nobody like paid for that. No. Nobody like was shown up to be like accountable for that. Yeah, that's crazy. So. Uh, the other thing is, no one died. You know, one buttocks got that's marred a little. One, but, the, the only, the only casualty was a left butt cheek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, a couple buildings. And think about it, like, and that guy now he has like a battle scar. So when he's having sex, he can be like, yeah, that's my battle scar. Sure, I got a bayonet in my ass. Uh, yeah, but he's eighty now. <laughs> eighty people have sex. <laughs> eighty people have sex. <laughs> only eighty I'm people in the world. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I cut out things that you say <laughs> when we stammer or something, but that's staying in. I'm sorry. Eighty people have sex. First of all, <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's unpack this. <laughs> First of all. Senior citizens are, are fully capable and, and entitled to uh, full sex lives and shut up about it. With consent. And second of all... I was the one who said 80 people have sex. Lots more people than 80 people have sex. <laughs> it's one of the pillars of our of our society, I sex. Know. Uh, oh, so Jason T. Gaffney, you're just a treasure. <laughs> you're a treasure. I'm a, a national zip-zap. Yeah. Oh. So the other big thing was that even though it was so dangerous, this mm-hmm. whole situation, like people could have died of alcohol poisoning, people could have died in the freezing. bonfire. <laughs> freezing. Freezing. Freezing to death at spring break. Like that is ignominious. Ignominious. <laughs> that is ignominious way to go is I froze to death at spring break. You're the guy that went to freaking... Vermont in the snow. Yeah, and I almost froze to death on spring break. I know. It would have been a terrible way to go. I'm glad you didn't. I well, me too. Well sure. Have you okay, so uh fun fact. When Yay. I was in Alaska mm-hmm. during the show Tommy, mm-hmm. a bunch of us went to a on a hike up the mountain to a cabin for mm-hmm. a night mm-hmm. and we got very drunk. Sure. Because that's what you do in Alaska. You just drink, have sex and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. There's not much to do. Anyway, attacked by a bear. And sure. attacked by a bear. Yeah. So we're we're up there, right? And um and and a, a bunch of people were like, "Let's go streaking in the middle of the woods." Ah. And people did. When you, I actually didn't go streaking that time. I went streaking a different time in town. In town. Well, in not Alaska. In, well, it was in Juneau, but it was like in town. Some so real it was like, northern exposure. Yeah. <laughs> it was very cold. Do you not know that show, Northern Exposure? I do know the show, Northern Exposure. All right. So it didn't... I didn't really watch it. Okay, but that was a funny joke, though. Was it before your time, you shithead? Uh, <laughs> I'm so young. Goo. Fuck off. <laughs> Goo. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's going to be like when I'm an 80 person. <laughs> I'm going to have lots of sex. 
could be like, this is my battle scar on my buttock. They're like, that's just your anus. And I'm like, it's a battle scar. Right now it's an open wound. (laughs) I named it Rosebud. Oh, yuck. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) If you have Rosebuds, I suggest you see a proctologist. That hurt me. (laughs) I don't have Rosebuds. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how much damage I just did to All Kevin. Right. Oh, God. All right, so I feel like we've made it through. Are we done? Can I go home? Are we ne- we're never done. Can I go home? <laughs> Consult the, cons- the sexual assault manual. See if you can go uh, home. I feel like, I feel like, this is Stroop guy, I feel like I'm standing up on a hill looking at this episode and going, oh, what have I done? <laughs> I'm looking at this episode being like, yeah, I'm yeah. not apologetic. So you're Stroop, I'm Hummus. There we go. I am not apologetic High for five. this episode. We got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you have any fun spring break oh. stories you want to share with us? Please add us. Yes. At Brightside K and J, or email us at the Brightside with Kevin and Jason thanks. at gmail.com. Yes, thanks everybody for joining us this week. Yep. And every week. Yeah. On the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you're just joining us, go back and download some of the old episodes. Yeah, they're all available on iTunes and yeah. Stitcher and uh, the Androids and the the Oops apps and all the things. What's an Oops app? I don't know. I'm an old person. Are you 80 old? All these, all these apps and the oopsins and I don't get the technologies. But they're available. The Facebook. Yes, go to the Facebook. We have a, we have a pages on the Facebooks. <laughs> Find us on tweeters. And the tweeter. Ah. Uh, well, have a wonderful day, everybody. Yeah. Again, no one died in the making of this bright side. No, no one died. That's good. Yeah. That's a big bright side, because it's not always the case for us. <laughs> Most of the time, it's not. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoy your next spring break as much as we've enjoyed this one. And be safe and consult your sexual assault handbook. Yes, on how to do it. On how not to do I'm it. I'm sorry, how not to do it. How not to do it. Oh. <laughs> I get so confused and turned around. <laughs> it's because you're in Zap. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> we hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKNJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on The Bright, bright Side! side.